Alrighty, everyone, and a big round six is coming our way this weekend. Thanks to Phil, who finally tracked somebody down to get through all the RFAs and FAs with him. Itchy and Scratch, he'll be back with us. There's been plenty happening in the AFL footy world. There's going to be hubs. There's going to be four games in four days, every day for the next 20 days. Who knows what's going to happen? I reckon teams with old geriatrics like Geelong Vipers, I reckon he could be in a world of hurt in the next couple of weeks. When they rest all their old players, he's already got a couple missing hubs. Oh, it's going to be chaos for coaches. Those with young, fit, healthy lists like myself probably shoot straight up the rankings. Those old, old teams, they could be struggling. Anyway, we have slip. No, we don't have Slippery. No, I have Slippery. I smash Slippery this week. Um, hopefully that's what Itchy and Scratchy agree with me. Um, we have Legless. Joining Ponyfish to do the RFAs. So he's everywhere this week, Legless. Can't get enough of the potty. He can't get enough of his voice on on the TV. No, on the podcast. And that's all we got. Let's get cracking. Let's find out what's been happening this week in the Balls to the Wall Keeper League. It's brought to you by Ponyfish Islanders because he's got his nose so far up your business, it's hard to know where he ends and you begin. Here comes Ponyfish Islanders with all the trade news. And welcome, everyone. I am here with, what's your team? Team Legless. How are you, <laughs> Legless? Uh, not too bad. Uh, just, you know, just dogging it this afternoon. So thought, why not join join a post? You, you thought, let's do my bit for the league and join the podcast so we can actually release the podcast. Yeah, I think so. It's you know it's Friday. Hawk has gone on holiday. Let's you know let's show him how it's done. Merck has gone fucking walkabout. Uh, well, I don't, I don't blame him. Uh, I wouldn't be coming back. No, that'd be my advice. Last last scene, fucking crying over Narkle's hamstring. <laughs> Narkle, Robbo. Bloody hell. Anyway. Let's get into it. We're uh, we're going to do some RFAs, some FAs, and some sweet fuck alls, um, and some whispers. So sounds good. Uh, we start off at the seventh of July. Uh, Manic Monkeys dropped Cole and used his RFA pick on Nathan Jones. Can I have your uh, thoughts? Uh, well, Cole's named so. I usually err on the side of picking blokes I think are going to get named, but I don't mind. I honestly don't mind the Nathan Jones pickup because he needed cover. Um, Melbourne was so bad, you thought he might get named. It's obviously not worked out, but it was worth the punt. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It was worth worth the punt, but hasn't paid off for him. Um, then we've got uh, Stars dropped his boy Shane Edwards having a five week break and picked up Robbie Tarrant. Yeah, I like that. I think it's Tarrant's best twenty two every week intercept defender, which is good for the Rona Ball. Um, I thought it was a good pickup, averaging nearly sixty. Yeah, yep. that's a low yep. risk pickup. It's it's fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Dream Team 87 dropped Varco and picked up Cam Rayner, who had a good game last night. Yeah, great pickup. Rayner's been good. Um, I, and I'll, we'll scroll further up, but uh, I see that he's picked up Willie Rioli to do the loop as well for 
oh, no, wait, no, that's a different coach. No, it's DT87, my bad. Yeah, no, look, I'm a bit annoyed because I played DT87 and that's Cam Rainer's best score ever, isn't it? Uh, I believe so, yeah, I believe so. I think someone mentioned that in the chat last night, so. A couple of sausage rolls got in there. Yeah, that's it, that's it. So, no, it's um, it's just showing that Mr. DT87's having quite a good little season in all facets so far. You can build a team off the waiver. That's it. Uh, next one was myself. I dropped Lance Buddy Franklin and picked up Jack Ross. Yep, good pick up. Ross is a lot. He'll play. No doubt in my mind. You're taking the piss, right? No, he's on the extended bench, isn't he? Uh, no, I think teams are out, and I'm pretty sure he's not playing. <laughs> oh, you're he's kidding. A, he's a purple dot for me, mate. Oh, no. That hasn't updated. Oh, terrible FA pickup then. Shocker. Terrible. <laughs> fucking Marlion. The fucking Slippery has got the job. Um, yeah, so... Well, there you go. Someone had the inside word. Yeah, so bad pickup, Bob. Um, Geelong Vipers used an RFA to pick up Lewis Jetta and drop Rivers. If you're going to err on the side of which player to get, you'd probably go with the younger high draft pick over the burnt-out has-been. You probably would have thought so, and using using an RFA on Jed, I'd like. What's? Oh, Merker got him. Obviously, Merker Merker's conned him into one there, lured him in. Come into come into my my tent, says Merker. Mm, that's right. So, not a fan of that one. I take it. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't rate Jetta. No, we'll cop that Vipers. Uh, disposable picked up Sear with an RFA and dropped Archie from Brisbane. I actually didn't mind that. Um, I think with the amount of injuries that Collingwood had, I think most of us thought Sear was a fairly good chance of playing and he's got a fantasy game without him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, it was worth the, worth the risk. I guess he's been kind of burnt a little bit like myself with, um, with uh, Ross this week. So, um, yeah, a bit, bit unlucky there. But what can you do? I think he was quite low on the um, RFA list yeah. as well. Yeah, that, so was, not, that was a cheap not, like not like it really cost him much. It just saved him having to be sitting there at fucking 10 a.m. Yeah, agreed. Uh, da, 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 da. Then we had Manic Monkeys. Picked up Brody and dropped Riley West. Again, it's worth the risk. It, it was probably a two-horse race as far as who Gold Coast were going to name. Um, but obviously Fiorini's got the nod and Brody hasn't. But, yeah, I mean, it would have burnt last week with Brayshaw getting 100 and Brody still not being able to get a game. Yeah. Yep, makes sense. Um, yeah, it was yeah probably worth a shot from his side, but yeah, it was probably a very long shot. 
Um, speaking of long shots. Oh, longest of shots. Longest of shots. Stars, uh, stars shooting for the stars here with fucking RFAing miles and dropping conquer. Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, if Brody's gone off the RFA, you might as well pick the guy that you might think there's a potential as well. And it's a bit of a handcuff for Fiorini, and Fiorini's been named, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, da, 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 da. What else have we got here? Uh, oh, this is an exciting one. Um, <laughs> uh, old mate Geelong Vipers uh, dropping his starter from last week, Shane Mumford, and picking up Darcy Ford. He had the handcuff with Mumford and Jacobs, and he's dropped the ruck that's playing to pick up Ford. Ford had a solid game, and I think you're not going to lose much points-wise between the two, but I would have maintained the handcuff. Well, isn't the whole thing about a handcuff that it guarantees that you're going to have a, a player to fucking play? Yeah, I would have thought so, but I mean, Mummy. No one, surely, no one else is going to get Mummy, right? Right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, you would have thought so, but uh, but we've got a couple of sneaky blokes in the league that that chat on the side, so he did not count on that. More more on that a little bit later on. Um, then we've got myself. I dropped. Saharakis, who gave him the shits last week, but obviously had him looped, so didn't have to copy his terrible score, and picked up Dean Kent. I don't mind that. Um, the whole St Kilda team have been playing fantasy friendly, and Saharakis is trash. He's well, garbage. I was going to say, like, I mean, you couldn't say anything, but you liked that because yeah. literally all I needed to pick up was a warm body and it would be yeah. better than Zaharakis. So how, how does he um, not get any ball even when they're missing half their midfield? Like what's his top his time on ground was like mid eighty percent. Yep. Oh it was high. It was like eighty five, yeah, sorry, mid so yeah, eighty five, eighty seven percent. And he could he would he get a handball a handball and a kick. Trash. Rubbish. Yep. So it was 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 happy with that. Um then we had uh, Manic dropping Jake Collins yep, and uh, bringing in Georgie Ardis from Port Adelaide, he, who, he's, who he's showing he's got a pretty big hard on for him. Yeah, well, he had that first game. He scored sixty. I thought he would have got named, but he's a solid player. He's going to be he's going to be fantasy relevant in the future. Um, so I didn't mind that. And Colo, what did Colo do last night? 40-odd? Nah, it was worth the punt. Colo yeah. obviously didn't get the fantasy-friendly role. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, yep, and I think he's just banking on when Georgiatis does play, then he's going to stick. So he didn't yeah. get a game, and at this stage, I don't think he's stuck. Mm-hmm. Um AGS Hawker then realised, oh, fuck, I'm on holidays and I need to start making my weekly three or four moves of picking <laughs> up crabs and then dropping them next week. 
So he's <laughs> dropped dropped his boy Sam Gray and uh, brought in smiling Lee and Ryan. Uh, look, stream as many West Coast players as you can, I guess, was the mentality against Hawthorne. Um, I don't mind that. Ryan's not... Look, he's going to score points against Adelaide. Everyone can. Um, Sam Gray's the interesting job because I know last season there was a trade proposal of Sam Gray for Isaac Heaney. So, obviously, he doesn't rate Gray as much as he did last season. Yeah, he's... Um... Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's come to realization, I think, on Sam Gray that he's not as good as what he thought he was. Uh, then Hawkers dropped Jake Carlisle and picked up Brandon Archie. Bless you. Uh, yeah, that's all right. They got 63 last week against the Swans, and again, he should score similarly against. Adelaide, I don't mind that. Carlisle, again, isn't really a fantasy-friendly player. Yep. Yep, fair enough. Both are, both are pretty average. Uh, then Dream Team 87 stepped up and dropped Clark and picked up, picked back up John O'Patton, who he dropped a few weeks back. Yeah, who he got to give a loop to those and confused from memory, so... <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? Very nice coach. He's Dream Team 87. Very, very I don't mind that. DPP right forward is handy cover. You can't complain. That's, you know, for what he'll get. Yep. And then we had Disposable Heroes dropping Riley Bonner after holding in for a week and bringing in Darcy Moore. Yep. I like that. Good solid last name. Um, Half of the Collingwood defence is out, so someone's going to play. It's a warm body. I think that's a good pick-up. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he should be involved in some kind of chip-around mark kick in the back line. So, I mean, Bonner's not playing. So, yeah, that yeah, certainly worked out. They love to over-possess the ball as well, so. Yep, yep. He'll, he'll cop plenty of marks. I mean, he may not kind of get to float around as much um, kind of with them having a few injuries but yeah I mean he'll he'll be solid enough in what he gets him then Manic Monkeys dropped his RFA Nathan Jones and picked up Harley Bennell yeah I mean Bennell was training the house down in quoted (laughs) in quotation marks um 35 disposals, I think, in the scratchy and a few tackles. So, yeah, oh, I, Ben will score if he plays. If he gets game in time and minutes, he's going to score. I think in his one game this season, uh, his time on ground was 45%. And he got 47 points. So, he will score. Yeah, but can he raise it from 45% time on ground? Well, you're not losing much getting rid of Nathan Jones and having a punt now, are you? This is true. This is true. But Nathan Jones does have a streamlined haircut. He does. <laughs> Very aerodynamic. We, we'd move on and Manic Monkeys got real busy right here. So Manic Monkeys then uh, dropped Lin Jong. Yep. Or John Ling. 
um, <laughs> whatever his name is, and yeah. uh, then picked up Sam Flanders from from Gold Coast. So there's a funny story behind this one. He uh, he sent me a message about Flanders. Um, said, oh, you know, good pick five in the draft. And I was like, no, he definitely went pick 11. He's like, no, no, pick five. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then he realised he'd got the wrong player. And so you'll see in the next one, <laughs> he'd uh, fix that one up. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that moves us on to the next one. So he's then gone and dropped Flanders and picked up Stevens from Sydney. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, he's then dropped Stevens from Sydney and picked up Jake Waterman. So I like the what I actually like the Waterman pickup, but as Vipers would say, make your mind up. <laughs> make your mind up. So uh, yeah, so essentially Lin Jong for Waterman. That's that's fair enough when he's playing against Adelaide. Yep. Um, Just took you six picks to get there. Yeah. Well done, champ. Well done. Um, Aussie Merker then stepped up uh, and dropped McKernan, who was absolute trash for him last week, and picked up Curtis Taylor. Yeah, I mean, with McKernan, if you can't... If if Adelaide don't want to keep you, chances are you're rubbish. Um, Curtis Taylor, I like. I think think that's a really good pick-up especially where that list's at at the moment. At least Curtis Taylor will play. Is Curtis Taylor averaging over 40? Uh, yes, he is, substantially so. So it'll be a 15-point average improvement. Yeah, I'm going to say, if he's averaging 55, then it, has he just picked up his F1? Uh, yes, who is not a keeper. Wowee. Um. Then Disposables jumped back into the trough and dropped Geelong's boy, Reece Stanley, and picked up Nathan Jones that Manic had dropped. Uh, yeah, obviously a bit of collusion there. Some some uh, whispers over the mound. I think it's more like that pyramid sale, you know, where you want to convince yourself it was a good decision to pick them up, so you tell someone else it's also a good decision to pick them up. Make them pick it up, and then they share the bad pickup. That's right. Share the yep. share the yep. getting burnt on the podcast. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then Manic Monkeys has uh, done what I think Stars did last week. He's then gone and picked up Coldwell, who's not playing, and dropped Brody, who's not playing. Yeah, much of a muchness. Coldwell just can't get in the team, um, no. which is unfortunate. Yeah. Too much quality at GWS. Yeah. Callum Ward will be kind of out before you know it. Wink, wink, yeah. slip. Yeah. Um, then Manic Monkeys dropped his boy Georgiadis again and picked up Wiedemann. Yeah, Wiedemann's trash. Yeah. Tom McDonald likes He's playing at least. Yeah, well, that's about the only positive. So we'll move on. Um, Team Awesome's then dropped Paholki and picked up uh, R. Garcia. Yeah, it must be some loop action going on there in the forward line, I presume, because otherwise you probably wouldn't pick up someone not playing. And who's R. Garcia? 
Uh, I, I don't know. I think he's someone that Trump walled off a long time ago. Yep, could be, could be. So, yeah, Team Awesome's fucking up to mischief there. Uh, Geelong Vipers then dropped Lewis Jetta, who he picked up with his restricted free agent, and picked up Carlisle that Hawker dropped. Uh, it's an improvement on Jetta. It's probably the best thing I can say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's Fucking averaging 55. Him. He's averaging 55, so he's not terrible, but I don't know. What did they say about Trent McKenzie last week? So that's your D5. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, 55 in Aussie Merkers forward line would be good. So in yeah, long back true. line, that's, that's solid. Yeah, I th- he's not bad. He's he's not a bad player. Geelong Vipers has then dropped a keeper. Uh, yeah, what's that? What's he up to now? He, there's a few coaches that have dropped lots of keepers, so I it won't be so bad like, when I do it. I feel like that's about three keepers that Vipers has dropped now. So he's dropped gorgeous Tom Lynch and yeah. uh, picked up Eric Hipwood. Not sure what Hipwood got last night. I. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but I can't imagine it would have been very much. I, I would have kept Tom Lynch. Um, and I think there'll be coaches out there that use use their RFA to pinch him Yeah. Um, for the long term. He's averaging yeah. 51, so he's not been terrible on the forward line. Like, there's far worse forward slot going around in Merker's team. Poor Merker. <laughs> <laughs> um. Take Mawson's then dropped Garcia. Um, and as you say, he might have realised he wanted to have loop cover for mids and forwards and he's picked up Smith from the Bulldogs. So it's probably, it's probably just yeah. a loop option and move on. Yeah. Um, Slippery Gypsies has then dropped one of his first drafted players uh, from this season, Dunstan, and picked up Pickett. Yeah, I think that's great call. Yeah, uh, but, Dunstan's yeah, out for twelve. Dunstan's out for twelve weeks still, isn't he? He is. Yeah, I'm. I'm just upset about this because I used an RFA to pick up Ross, and believing he was a better option to get a game than Pickett, and Slip's fucking done nothing. Hasn't spent an RFA and just fucking gone and picked up Pickett. It's called I'm, good coaching, buddy. I'm. I'm salty. <laughs> um. We've then got Disposable Heroes dropping his boy Seer, who once again didn't get picked, and picked up Viper's old trash Vandenberg. Uh, yeah, didn't he's in and out of the side, Vandenberg, but he's at least DPP, gives him some cover. Scored yep. 55 against Richmond, I think, and 50-odd against Essendon, so he's, he's not bad. I think 20 against the Cats stunk, but the Cats are hard to score against. I like, I like that. I think that's a good pick up. Well, yeah, Sears not playing, so that makes sense. Um, Aussie Merker then dropped Cam Ellis Yolman, who's out for a couple of weeks, and picked up the debutante Stevens from Sydney. Yep. Warm, I mean, it's a warm body, and you get a chance to have a look at the kid, see what he does. Smart, good coaching. You might as well yep. have a look. Yep, may as well have a sniff. Dazed and confused then... Dropped Setterfield and picked up Calamarchi, who played last night. 
Yeah, there's a lot of Archie love going around, isn't there? There's a few people picking him up. Um, I probably would have kept Setterfield, but then Archie ended up scoring 55. So that's like that's a pretty good score for a bench cover. Um, yep. Whereas Setterfield's been an absolute yo-yo. So I don't mind that. Yep, I think it was I think it was fair enough. Um, I'd probably rate Archie just ever so slightly ahead of Setterfield. So I think he's a better ball user, and Setterfield's just Setterfield's painful. Yep, yep. Then got uh, Team Orson dropped Gleason and picked up McDonald in his defence. Yep, good call. McDonald's playing as a tagger, so he's at least near the ball. We'll get some tackles. I like that. Smart coaching. Yeah, it seems fair enough. Probably much of the muchness. Um, so, yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> and then you can probably fill us in more on this because I feel like you would have had your fingerprints all over it. Um, uh, funnily enough, no, but slightly. Um, so, Stars has obviously got some... Can, can I... I'll say, let me say the deal first. Let me say the deal first. So, okay. fucking... So Stars has dropped Miles, who didn't get picked, and he's then gone and picked up Viper's old handcuff, Mumford. Yeah. So essentially, the way I understand it, he had McAvoy with defender status now and playing on tonight. So wanted the opportunity to loop. But... If he if he looped, he ran the risk of not having a bench cover ruckman for Tim English. So why not grab one of the only other rucks who's named as an emergency, so that you can do a bit of loop action with Ben McAvoy. Yep. Good coaching. Yep. Makes sense. Makes and sense. then the double down is that it burns your opponent by removing his like your direct opponent this week. Yep. Makes sense. Um, yep, good coaching from Stars there. And then finally, uh, Dazed and Confused brought in or dropped Hewitt and then brought in Willie Rioli as a looper for, I think, Gary Ablett? Yep. So that that's good coaching. Hewitt's been very, very um, disgusting. So... I can understand why he wants to get off that ride. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he just had to drop someone to do the loop and he was the worst of the batch to drop. So, And he's uh, had a lot of midfielders come back in this round. So he's... he's he, was, he was a warm body and that was all that was needed. I, I mentioned to him that, like, he's got to remember, like, no looping this week, otherwise you get disowned from the family. So... It's true. He wants the Christmas ham. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah, yeah. I hope he's. I hope he's not planning on looping with Willerioli. <laughs> he, he wouldn't, would he? No, no. no. He's, he's a nice, nice bloke. Silent assassin. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, that has us done for RFAs and free agents. Uh, all that is left is just a, a few little trade whispers. So what do we got? What do we got, Payne? Who's been who's been sliding into whose DMs? Well, how about I go down the list and we'll start with yourself. So I had written down that uh, Legless had 
contacted Geelong Vipers suggesting he may require a defender from your, yep. your good stock. Yep. So I think a few coaches have probably heard from me around Tom Doty. Uh, and that was earlier in the week. With Crozier missing, though, that probably... And uh, old Big Red not getting named, I think that basically made that, made that trade not possible. And I think I'll just be holding on to him now. Yep. But, yeah, it was definitely floated. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Dream Team 87 uh, knocked on Slippery's door, offering up Cam Guthrie when uh, Slippery was looking a little short on, on mids. Um, yeah, no no kind of players discussed per se. Like, would you think that Guthrie would be a good pickup for someone in a trade? Oh, I think... I mean, he's he's not a keeper, but you can sideways trade non-keepers, right? Um, and he's been averaging 60 in the midfield. So he's solid, depending on what he was asking for. Guthrie's solid. Yep. Yep. So that was that one. Uh, we then had uh, Dazed and Slippery... Talk a, talk a big offer up. So Dazed offered Slippery, Viney and Suckling. And in return, asked Slippery for Ward and Chera. Yeah, I'm on the fence with this one. So we've obviously had different views on this. I, for this season, I like it for, for Slippery. But for next season, I would have liked it for Dazed. I think Chera has got... Still has some upside because we don't, you know, when you when you don't know a player's full potential, they've got a bit of upside. Whereas I think what Viney's doing now is about what Viney will do for the rest of his career. Yeah, oh, don't get me wrong. I, I agree with that opinion as well. I think may slightly be in Dave's favour for next season onwards. Um, has Suckling been named? He has, yes. Okay. So I think this I, season it would have helped. I just felt like it was that close in terms of being a pretty even deal that I could, if I was slippery, I could handle taking that deal to take the advantage for this season while still being that close in terms of what it was going to give me going forward. So yep, no, that's fair enough. I probably would have done the deal. But, yeah, I do get what you're saying around that. It has days slightly ahead in the future, but I reckon that's only ever so slightly. Yeah, but we don't want to get Dave's team any better doing in the future. Uh, not really. I would I would like to beat him at some point and, and have the family bragging rights. Well, you might get the ham. Yeah, that's it. But I want the, I want the rights and the ham. <laughs> um, and then the very last one was one involving myself. So there was a bit of a discussion between myself and AJS Hawker around um, Maddie Rao uh, for, <laughs> for Dean Kent. Um, look, I think it's reasonable. It's, that's, that's very on par with the Sam Grave, Isaac Heaney kind of offer. Yeah, I would have thought it would have just been a tick and flick. The guy's a rookie. He's not playing for the rest of the season. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I can You're doing him a favour. 
I can guarantee you that uh, Kent's going to outscore Raul the rest of the season. 100%. Yeah. It's a lock. Yep. That's yeah, it. Yeah, look, I think that's a fair offer. I think you did him a favour, but he's obviously been, been greedy. Yep. And, uh, and that... I guess just just on my own front, I did I did also um, offer a Tom Doty and a I think a Zach Bailey to Merker for Mitch Robinson, and I was politely told where to go. And I'm not going to lie to you, uh, I'm not upset. I think also potentially Jack Higgins instead of Doty was an offer for Mitch Robinson as well to Merker, but both trades were rejected. Yeah, right. What are your thoughts on that? Um, oh, yeah. Look, unless you're going to get the deal that you want, I think there's no harm in you holding what you've got. So, yeah. Like, yeah. The way your team is structured, you, you kind of have the ability to choose when you want to do a deal. So, unless it suits you. Um, He's saying I'm asking overs, Payne. <laughs> um, no. Uh, yeah, no, like, yeah. Couple of, I would have thought a couple of young boys for a 31-year-old Mitch Robinson was a fair trade given where Mercus lists at, but also understand it's about, you know, you want, you want guys scoring as well. So, yeah, I can understand both. Yeah, I can understand it both ways. Probably, I guess, I don't know. Mitch Robinson got a corky last night, so it could have been hindsight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if it had gone ahead and it had been a longer term injury, so I don't know. You're um you're you're definitely desperate to get some older mids in that aren't going to cost you the world to move your yeah, DPPs around. So I think after discussing with you, though, I'm less. I am cooling on that. So you're set. You're setting my mind at ease. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I'm getting you to sleep at night, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, another round. Another round done. Um, well, well, yeah, another round to be played. Sorry, not done, but yeah, another another podcast done. And uh, mate, thank you for your contributions. Uh, kind of last night with stars and and today, and yeah, hopefully we can get this bad boy released soon. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. See you, mate. Good evening, stars. Uh, Going to start with a very subtle, quiet tone for this evening. Hello. This is, hello, Legless. This is the uh, second take to start off with, so we'll see if we can get this one a little bit smoother. Speaking of smooth... Uh, how about we go into a round review? We get straight into it. Oh, look, it's good to be back for another week. Uh, no football in Victoria. And uh, fuck you, the big V. Yeah, sucked in. I think it's they deserved it after the years of corruption. Yep, agreed. Absolutely agreed. They need Lord Marco over there to sort them out. Or uh, Slippery Gypsies. He's keen to get them sorted. Oh, look, I think he is... Uh, Slippery Gypsies is the young... Lord Mark protege, and I trust a man to get it done. He sure will. Apart from Dream Team, though, anything else, he's okay. 
Yep, this solid, solid performance. Speaking of yeah. dream team, should we look at the rounds? Let's get into it. So first game, off the bat, we got uh, yours truly, Legless, versus Dream Team 87. I'll start with your team over here, Legless. I mean, pretty pretty nice back line. You have been kissed with the DPP factor yet again on how you managed to jag players that never even know what a fort is or, or defence is, and they seem to get that status. Um, Jack Bowes, nice little handy inclusion to move back there. Yeah, he was my first bench pickup in the draft, so I went fairly early on him. It's fair to say you've nailed that. I mean, the, the bloke's averaging a nice 67. Being able to move him in the back and defence is very nice. you got Jaden Short here. should be a decent bump with Hooley out for the next five weeks. Yep, Crozier, you'll be doing something with, I'm assuming. Jordan Dawson. Um, geez, what's happened with Dawson? Yeah, he's another one. He had like a 30-point last quarter after yeah. one I decided to actually put him in defence and near the ball as opposed to being a defensive forward. Um, yeah, so yeah. disappointing this year. And then Hunter Clark, obviously, the probably the best waiver wire pickup from last year. Thanks, Pony. Mm. Um, so not bad there. In the midfield, Jack McRae, Crouch, Adams did go okay last week, even with the Trelaw coming back. Ricky yeah, Henderson, right. yeah, Ricky Henderson, you want a bit of a bit more from Hendo. Probably the first oh, time this, you played this him. Be, this could be his first game for Team Legless, and uh, but there are a couple of sort of those sneaky DPPs on the bench that might I might do a late swap. I'll see how I go. Jared Berry, I believe, has got the highest score for a quarter in Corona Ball. Just, uh, I think it was a 57. That is kissed on the dick if I've ever seen one. Uh, handy. Berry, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, with 29, 27 points at half time, I was getting anxious. 29 points at three quarter time, and I was getting furious. Yeah, okay. And he's pumped out an 84 for you, so lock and load. Um, McGrath, your love child, best player in the world in your eyes, isn't he? Isn't he? Well, he was the best player left available from that draft in the world. And Whitfield, <laughs> how good's your team going? If you had to play Lockie Whitfield in the midfield, he could be um, your forward line. Handy, handy. Uh, Raleigh Bryan is obviously fired up the big knickknack this this week. I uh, don't know who's going to win that battle, but it might be a bit personal. Who do I play? I've got both of them. It's not um, good. They might, be, they might knock each other out. Hey, look, there's a choice to make there, so hopefully you make the wrong one. Uh, forward line. Whichever again, one it is, it'll be wrong. Again, you've been fucking kissed here. Robbie Gray, Phillips, Libertore, Robottom. They're your forward mids, and the smear rounds out. A nice, solid forward line. Um, decent projections there. Robottom's a little bit under of what you would want, but still a young player, so should keep building. Um, Phillips. He's gone, yeah. he's gone six in the last three rounds, so yeah. I like the kid. And if Phillips can get back to that wing role like he was playing last year, to have him in the forward line is absolutely gold. Looking at your, uh, your bench options, I mean, Jack Higgins averaging 70. Can't make your forward line, apparently. 
Uh, he's still on the extended bench, so he might get a move if t- once teams are named. I'm assuming he'll play, but this yeah. Voster, Nick Nat on the bench, Toby McLean, Tom Dude, and Mason Redmond was an unlucky out. Yeah, looking mm. pretty uh, pretty solid there. Nice team. Okay, so we're moving over to DT87. Um, he's obviously in the race for a scratchy. He, he's seen your seen your injuries, and he's doing his best to best to rate them to his own. So he's picked up Rayner, who scored 77. Great loop action, I think, in the forward line. That's his highest um, score combined, isn't it? All yeah, I, I, two years. Is, that's his. Yeah, that's his that's his best score in fantasy. It did come off the back of a couple of solid rolls, um, but he did look to injure himself from towards the end of the last quarter. Um, moving on to the actual field now, but I'll just sort of I guess highlighting a loop there. Um, moving on to the field, Lockie Well has been really consistent in defence, averaging 75. Gets the DPP mid, but you're going to leave him in defence. I think he he sort of needs a guy like him. Backing that up, um, Hibbard last round went really big. The D's absolutely stunk, but he scored 86. Um, do you think he'll do that again this round? No. No. Okay. Hard. To, uh, I, th- I still think he can fantasy, so he's he's relevant, but just um, yeah. I think it was disposables last week. We've all, we've all had Hibbard in our team at one point. Yeah. I think most I think most clubs have spent an RFA on Hibbard and then regretted it. Move into the midfield. Uh, first cab off the rank, 11 points tonight from Duncan with a hamstring. Huge. That sucks. He got 99 last week. He's been in good form. He's had so many low-ball offers for that guy. And bad news, DT87, they're, they're going to be coming again. Um, a whole tough buddy. <laughs> Who's in first? Uh, Pony? Yeah, oh, Pony will be there. Pony's probably at his house at the moment, out the front. Um, those Sydney boys in the midfield. They have been huge. They love Corona Ball, and I'm expecting against Richmond, who give up the most points in the midfield already. Wow. And then the Richmond, Richmond B side at the moment this week. Right. I think those boys are going to go massive. Um, Zach Jones is a really good inclusion, uh, as long as he doesn't sort of lay it out. I, I'm expecting him to play, though, and uh, he'll score points against Fremantle because Fremantle is only one team worse than Fremantle. Um, Ed Langdon's been a bit flat. You'd be expecting a little bit more from him. He got 75 a couple of rounds ago. I think last round he just went under 70, which is still good, but um, I think everyone from Melbourne needs a lift. Uh, And then Cam Guthrie tonight, I thought, really good score, Um, 86. That's great from your M7, so he'll be chuffed with that. Um, Moving on, I think Gorn will go big. Because that's just what he's been doing all season. Yeah, something um, averaging 104, if you don't mind. And Jack Siebel, just as a heads up, he's not named, but he's already been put on the field as a loop for Rainer. So good, good coaching there. Um, and then yeah, I'm expecting. You know, I think Wingard will give him the same. Caddy might get a bit of a bump with some more CBA time. And the two St Kilda boys, I think, could go bananas, especially fucking Dan Waver Wire Butler. Yeah. Um, so solid team. I think it's a really solid team across most across most lines, barring those is, injuries. Yeah, yeah the top team. four clash here. So fourth first third. Both of you have lost the first game, and then four in a row coming into this one. Be a close game. You got Legless projected to get eleven fifty five, and DT eighty seven to get a ten fifty six. 
but that's not counting in the loop score, obviously, because it yeah. doesn't have for Zeeble. Unfortunately, just that Mitch Duncan, hard to recover from that. Unless something crazy happens and there's an injury on your side, I think you might have this one. Uh, I mean, it can happen. I think anyone can lose injuries uh, mid-round. All right, moving on. Let's go over to Team Awesome versus Disposable Heroes. Do you want to run through? Yeah, Team Awesome. The, so the former number, number one team. Uh, first lost last week, so he wouldn't be too happy with that. Hopefully he's given the boys a good spray, and they should come back this week. Um, Defence, Sam Doherty, just love him. Uh, what can you say? Michael he's Hurley. been great. Oh, he's just... Oh, my classic is just... He's holding my defence together back there. Um, is anyone else averaging that high in defence? Like, he must be 15 points ahead of the next best averaging defender. Oh, uh, 94 average. Dude, I don't think there's anyone near him. Mm. Michael Hurley has just been a solid solid fancy player for a long time now. That's what you're going to get. So, projected to get a 67. You'll take that. Kate Simpson on the extended bench. Surely he gets named. There's no one to replace him. I think he's been... Sick dog. What a fucking headache. Do you get rid of him? Is he... Do you try and trade... Like, I've heard it on podcasts, and it's like... I personally wouldn't offer a bag of chips for him because he is a headache. He's only worth... Because he can fantasy. Yeah, he can, but... I don't know what he's... I don't know. know. That's a headache you don't really want, is it? Yeah. He's averaging 40... 49. So obviously he's come in for someone there. I'm not too sure who he's got out. Well, um, he and uh, I can tell you, he and Connor McKenna have come in for my boy Redmond, the bastards. Yeah. Oh, Grant Birchall, he's probably tried to loop him. Uh, 47 from Birchall. You might, you might refrain from doing that. You might run the risk with uh, Gleason. We'll have to find out. Damaging 49. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lucky Neil, first game under 100, I believe. He only got the uh, measly 98, which ruins my VC option. I'm hoping he'll go big, but I think I'll still take Neil. We'll be taking that. Um, I forgot I had him, actually. I looked, looked, looked into my team and thought, oh, shit, I got lucky Neil. Uh, Jack Steele, absolute gun. Somehow managed to tag and still score points. You love that. James Warpool um, might be taking over uh, Tom Mitchell's role. I think so. Uh, it- so averaging nearly 80, and he, t- he likes to tackle, whereas the pig is not tackling at the moment. I can't tell the difference on the uh, Channel 7 non-HD channel. Um, <laughs> Jared Polak, DeMont, and Higgins. I mean, what North is going to show up this week? We don't know. Oh, is Higgins actually fit? He's he looked to be uh, sore last he's always, he's always sore. He's, remember the Bulldogs days? You see... Yeah, uh, and Bradley Hill, a bit of a shocker last week, but should bounce back. Andrew Phillips, what a revelation in the uh, in the rock department. Yep, great call. Uh, Tom Bell Chambers stinks. Phillips is the man. Looked great on TV. Only scored the yep. 60, so uh, we'll see. He, if... kept yeah, he kept grinding to one, 123. Uh, I mean, as in honest in the competition, not fantasy-wise. Yeah, but playing fantasy here. We don't care about actual football. You're right. Uh, Stefan Martin is his backup, probably a little bit. Don't know what, what's wrong with Steph. He's cool. dead. They, cool. They're trying to move. They're trying to move on. They're trying to um, 
they're trying to move past him, but I don't I don't think they can because when they did put him in the ruck, he he looked a bit better tonight when they actually played him in the ruck. Yeah, a bit more in the midfield. Um, Ryan Myers, a little bit down, but having a good season. Devin Smith is a gun player. Gresham Tabernard was a very quiet last week, but should bounce back surely. And uh, Darcy McPherson obviously been pushed out of that midfield, but maybe you know Matt Rowe might see McPherson get a, f- a few more uh, midfield minutes. Yeah, I think with Fiorini coming in, he's an outside player, so they might look to give guys like Swallow, McPherson and Ainsworth a couple more CBAs each and spread that load. Um, so, yeah, and on the bench, probably um, Wills on Monday as your emergency mid. Which one would you be erring on the side of there? Yeah, would you back mon- Monday? I I think with Fife returning, that might have been the decision maker for him. Just yeah. you might see money move out of the CBAs. Charmin Impey has been a long hold on that on that bench. Uh, still a month you... away. Oh, okay. Didn't realise it was that long. Okay, oh, yes. Yeah, a bit shorter than that. Um, but still coming off a knee injury, you don't want to rush him back too quickly. Just a very long hold, I would have thought. Mm, it's a long season. Not. <laughs> Uh, switching, oh, look, again, I think it could be a hand. That's still going to be a handy hold. When he does get named, he's a DPP. Um, and if you've held him this long, you might as well do it, I reckon. He'll score. Um, switching over, Heath Shaw, absolute revelation. Has anyone ever heard of him? Averaging 60, which is really good for a defender this season for disposables. Um, and I guess another thing to note, he had a 1281 last week. He's had a 1300 before we were all absolutely wrong this guy is a quality drafter um burton's return which i think what was that yeah, never mind player no i think uh, burton's return which is a really handy inclusion does that affect the cannon we'll see um does Josh probably be... does probably help uh, dan houston as midfield to get some more points yeah, i think so i think so um it's just whether it helps him hold that DPP status, we won't know until the end of the season. Um, Josh Battle, I think, has been really good, and I expect in the next round of DPPs he could get a forward if he keeps playing that role. Um, Callum Wilkie, inspired pickup. No one had heard of him. He scored a 60 This is like Aiden Core from Falkers. Never heard of him. Yep, no. And, yeah, who knows? I, I think it's a, it's a solid back line. You've got a DPP in Baker. You'd be happy with that. Um the midfield's where the money's at, man. This is a fucking – this midfield, he was concerned about not having that star power, so he's done some aggressive trading. I think he's brought that in. Um, Trelaw was massive in his first round back with 100. Fife's back in. Um, Shields probably in career best form. I, I'm liking the midfield. Uh, Wines is probably the only one that he'd be a little bit flat on as far as his performances, but yeah. Uh, and Tom Green is Tom Green the next or the new favourite for AFL Rising Star? He has to be because obviously, unfortunately, um, what's his Round's name? Gone down. I forgot his name already. That's how. Oh look, and yeah, I think Tom Green's looked really good. You wouldn't fucking trade him. Um, no, I moving, moving, no, you wouldn't. Moving into the ruck, Marshall, uh, is he the next ruck pig? Uh, now he's got that number one spot. I think he'd be super chuffed with disposables. I'd be really happy with him getting 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 that spot and still no bloody crab fucking what's-his-face being named. Can't even remember his name. Is that irrelevant? Yeah, um, but, I mean, 
good pick up, but when you see what Grony's been scoring, yeah. Have I would, yeah, I'd always have Grundy regrets. Um, speaking of regrets, is this Andy Brayshaw's breakout season? Hard to say. Life was wiped out last week. Saw him score huge, but I like to see him do it again with Fife back in the team. Yeah, that's that's very true. But still, you wouldn't trade him, would you? No, I wouldn't trade him. No. Uh, Rosie, being really flat, you'd be expecting more. And Sinkin was down last week, even though... But he was still able to score a 12 out he once. So I, I'm really liking this team. He's got some emergency cover. He's picked up Darcy Moore and he's got Vandem who and uh, Callum Brown. Great pickup, just quietly. <laughs> Anyone that Pony drops is to score yeah. points. Uh, and then Lockie Ash. Lockie Ash has looked good, but he's on the extended bench, so probably probably a hard one to field. Yeah, a few a few big ins coming in for uh, Gold Coast. So not Gold Coast, uh, Greater West Sydney. It's going to be hard for these young players to hit their spot, unfortunately. It is. They've got so much depth. Um, what's your projection? I'm I'm tipping Team Awesome to take this one. Uh, Team Awesome is up. He's got 1208, which is one of the highest projections and disposables. A respectable third, uh, 1138. Yeah, I'm thinking Team Awesome to keep his winning ways going. Yeah, I think he'll bounce back after last week. Right. Moving on to the next game. Slippery Gypsies versus AJS Hawker. This is 8th versus 6th. Um, so two teams that really want to cement their spot in the top eight and make a good run for finals. Slippery Gypsies. We all know Lloyd. We've all heard Lloyd. Love him. Lloyd. The one. Hamish Hartlett. Chera had a bit of a boost last week, but a few big ins for Frio. Might see his points or time on ground drop slightly. Yeah, Schoenberg's yeah. a bit um, risky move, or I guess not risky, but, you know, ballsy, ballsy pickup off the waiver wire. Uh, rewarded with a 50 last week and should be better for the run. Yep. The guy, the guy can fantasy, um, just hasn't really had a good run with injuries. And Fritch is finally giving him the score. Um, that's what he would have been hoping from. Yeah. From uh, Jared Lyons, no one sees him, but still managed to score points. Unlucky Hawker. Yep. Uh, O'Meara, David Swallow, with the forward status, is still in the midfield. Yeah, I think I think he's just got he's so light on for midfielders that he just had to make that call. Yeah, maybe he should maybe a trade might be uh seems a surplus of midfield forwards, so even Parrish on the bench there might be a trade option if he can land a midfielder for someone who's missing a few forwards. Mm. Uh, Yo's been a bit down, but should bounce back, especially with the West Coast home games coming up. Ward's a big in. Ed Richards, another mid-forward, and Tom Scully. He doesn't quite suit the Coronable style of game. No, I don't think so. Ed Witts, 67 average. Not really what you want, big man. Been flat, hasn't he? He comes up against Gorn this week. Oh, that's not pretty. Surely has to do better than that. Yeah, I think he's going to be there'll be going to be some hard words from the coach. Yeah. Um, forward line obviously he's got enough forward mids at the Wazoo. Uh, Petrarca, Michael Waters with a gun. Langford, Bailey Smith has to score better than last week, surely. I think he's absolutely locked to score better than he did last week. Ethan Sam Pell Pepper as his last forward. And his bench here. 
Only two playing bench options in Pickett and Parrish. Yeah, he's. I guess the tough the tough one is he's gonna want a forward emergency in case Smith is a late out. Yeah. So he's got Parrish there, so you don't want to fuck that around too much. I wouldn't have thought. And Pickett's a pretty pretty handy uh, reserve option there in the midfield. Yeah. Would you play a Pickett over an Ed Richards or a Tom Sculling? Probably not. I mean, no, I don't. At the moment. Not you want to see him get another round of footy. Yeah. Switching over to AJS Hawker. Uh, so yeah, as you were saying, battle to keep in the eight. First scored a night of seventy nine from Zach Tui. That is that's awesome. He's obviously not going to do that every week, but this is the week you want him to do it if you're fighting for that spot in the eight. Yeah, it's a bit um, tough to do it out. There's a lot more marks and uh, kicks going for him. Yeah, it is. He's getting a little bit more ball. Uh, Brody Smith, 75 last week. That was fairly handy. He's got a couple of DPPs with Main and Harms. Now, he's been able to get Main back uh, in defence, which I think makes that 58 average much like that. That's a really nice average for a defender. Um, and then he's got Patton as that waiver wire pickup, averaging 59. So that's really solid. Casbolt, fucking headache. Uh, Who, knows moving into, Who knows? Yeah, you just don't know. Um, Moving into the midfield, my first question to you is, no Rao, no Hawker. I think that could be the case, but we'll find out this week. That's a tragic loss, really, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a tragic loss from a classic and an AFL perspective. Um, the tragedy sort of wears off a little bit when you find out that Hawker owns him. Um, but, yeah, Tom Mitchell, Tom Mitchell, can you take pig status from someone? Yeah, I... He's still giving the benefit of the doubt, right? I mean, big injury. He will come back once he's fit and firing. Sloan's the one. Sloan is another one that's been an absolute headache. He's There's something wrong with him other than the fact that he's got a Crows jersey on. Um, he the captain. Brayshaw, yeah, he is. Brayshaw's been a headache as well. Just there's a lot of guys in that midfield that you're expecting a lot more points from than what he's getting at the moment. And if they click... It's going to look good. The week, the week they, that midfield clicks, it's good night, but just hasn't yeah. quite done that yet. It will go big at some stage. Um, you just hope it's not against you. Uh, but, look, Pendlebury's keeping him afloat as well with solid 90 average. Uh, Scott Lysett, he's great. He's been really solid. You'd be happy with that. Parfit tonight um, got a 67. I think that's a, that, look, that's a really good Rona score for a forward. Um, and then the rest of that forward line is quite nice. Gibbons has been one of those waiver wire pickups of the year. And then Lipinski on the extended bench. Is he going to get better? Surely he gets made. He's been playing really well. And then Aiden Core as his defender emergency. Why has he not got him on the field over fucking Levi Casbolt? Have you seen Core's career average? Uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> Only gets up for the big games. Um, exactly. The rest of the, I mean, you've got to have core as the emergency because Witherden can still can't get a game and Malera is still quite some time off. Um, what's your projection? Um, projections say Slippery Gypsies is 11.46 and Hawker. Gee, that's a huge whopping 12.27. Yeah, and I, look, I think after that two-e score in defence, just it's a nice start to the weekend. My, my tips with Hawker, just because I love the depth of that squad. Yeah, I think Hawker, I mean, he's 
midfield has been a bit low recently, but I think there has potential to really bounce back. Yep. Moving over. Well, here we go. This is the game we've been waiting for. The Christmas Speaking of pigs. The Christmas Cup lunch, this one is. This is the, the winner here gets first dibs at the Christmas ham. Um, yeah, this is a this is a game that both coaches want to win. Twelfth uh, versus first, which you wouldn't have thought that at the start of the season with Days Confused being one of the favourites. He's down in twelfth. Not be happy with that. No, nah, disappointing. I think from his squad. How sweet would it be to knock off number one, your brother-in-law? How good would that be? Uh, you keep saying, how would it be? What It's happening. Yeah, well, let's, let's go into it. So, Dave's confused. We've all read about his team previously, and maybe our um, faith was a bit a bit wrong. You know? Not quite not quite there. No. I mean, Hell of Daniel, Suckling is on the extended bench. He comes in at the beginning. I don't think he's a guarantee. I don't think he's a guarantee to get named if Vandermeer comes back from that concussion. Uh, Brad Shepard was, I think it was big last week. I'm not too That's sure. Okay, 96 last week. Uh, Salem, the way of Melbourne. And Connor McKenna coming in for his first game of the year, I believe. Yeah, fuck you, McKenna. Kicking Redmond out, you bastard. What's going to happen? Uh, Clayton Oliver. I really rate Clayton Oliver. Zach Merritt comes in after his week suspension. The Bonts have to get a tag. Uh, playing Carlton, so he might get the Kono tag. Yeah, he got 45 last week. He He's got to bounce back now. He's the captain. He needs to do more. Uh, back Billings, an absolute gun. Lockie Hunter, another... another Connie had some players out, didn't he? No wonder why he's losing games. Hunter in after the four weeks driving incident. Yeah. Jack Viney, geez, he's gone downhill since his first few games. And Alice, not doing too bad at the Gold Coast. Yep, averaging um, seven. Yeah, Ivan Soldo. So that playing the handcuff perfectly there. Uh, he'll be Gavin. Gavin Soldo? No idea. Bad, bad call. Uh, Dustin Martin? Who gave him Dustin Martin? Oh, you wouldn't trade him. Uh, Luke Dowhouse, a 64. You'll definitely take that from a forward. Cameron Butters and Tim Membry there. He's got Gary Ablett. I think he's got to loop that. Uh, he has to loop that 63. I don't think he has a player. He doesn't have a non-playing forward, so unless he wants to bring in a non-playing player on purpose, we'll find out. Moving over, let's have a look at... Ponyfish Islanders, or the one team. future holder, of, the future holder of the Christmas ham, sitting at number one. Um, first of all, tonight, not going to be very happy with Richie Richards' score. Um, Forty-four is is unders for Daniel Rich, but it's the SCG. It ruins football. Um, Led absolutely bounced back last week with an eighty-seven. Crisp has been. It's, you know, you've sort of tracked the rise of Maynard with the downfall of Jack Crisp at the moment. Um, he's got to be better than that against Essendon. Essendon leak points. Uh, and then rounding it out, Hayden Young with 58 in defence. Man, he has been good. He's been really yeah. good. Yeah, probably um, one of those rising star contenders now with that rouse out. Yeah, great. He's definitely one of them. Just um, looks good. Moving into the midfield, uh, Zorko, very nice, 72 for the first round back. That's a, that's a really handy inclusion. Other clubs would be desperate for a midfielder like that. Um, probably not one you'd get rid of at the moment. Um, 
Joel Selwood, a very tasty 84 tonight. That is that is good. Uh, he just loves the SCG. It's that in and under tough footy. Got to be happy with that. Um, then the rest of that midfield, that's just an A-grade roll gold midfield. Perryman has been, you know, averaging 77 but went massive last round. Um, Shields is the one that's been disappointing. It depends what he gets as a role, um, but the rest is good. The two GWS boys, Hopper, I'm expecting to bounce back, being quite disappointing, but um, Kelly, Kelly's a gun. Yeah. The great with Sydney guys, just they can, um, they can really go full on. Full on yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of ball to go around, but there's always, you know, one of the big names misses out one week and then gets it the next week because they share it around a little bit. So it can be painful to have, but beautiful to have as well. Um, Todd Goldstein, absolute ruck pig, probably needs to be considered as probably the best or the second best ruck this season. Um, midfield, Lambert's back. He's the barometer of that team, both at Richmond and at Ponyfish Islanders in the forward line. And uh, look, the rest of the forward line's been super consistent. Gunston, Tucker, Stevenson. I, I like it. I think it's a really yeah. solid mid. So it's been a great draft pick, averaging 76, yep. uh, sorry, 75. Yep. That's a great does, he get affected, does he get affected with a Fife and an Acres return and then the, the younger guys wanting more time? Had to see. Good question. I think he's been too consistent for them to want to lose that. I think he gives them that leadership in the middle. Um, and just as we discussed offline, probably needs to make sure he's got emergency cover for Maynard, who could be a late withdrawal with the with – the, the injury last week. There's no, obviously not. A big hit last week at the end of the game. Yeah, it was right at the end, but he's got Cunningham on the bench, which is a fuck me, that's a tasty emergency defender. Um, mm. And no Flabby Jack this week, in case you were wondering. No, you got um, What are we thinking? Jeez, um, you want. It's confused. It's got a nice projection here. Just think points on the board is very helpful for um Pony. If nah. Dazed takes the win here. Last first Dazed. first. Dazed will give him a bath. I predicted I predicted Pony to give Vipers a bath last week. I'm telling you, this is my lock. Dazed to bath Pony and get the hand. I'm thinking I'm thinking the um his Pony's midfield should see him through here. Alright, we'll see. We'll put a ham on it. Yep. <laughs> Moving over. Jesus Christ. This is... Oh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> hey, we'll find some gold in here. Let's find some gold. Oh, fuck. Yeah, all right. You go first. There's, there's more here than, than, than on your side. Um, midfield. Sorry, we'll start in defence. Duggan was very good last last week. Yep. This player. Luke Ryan. Very role-dependent, obviously. Darcy Byrne-Jones. He's a fucking headache. He can do that. But he's still averaging 65, man. Not many defenders go at that. He can put in the shocker. Absolute shocker. Uh, James H has been really good when he plays on that uh, wing role. But maybe we'll see with all those players coming back where he goes. But he's been a very nice pickup. And Nick Caulfield has yep. been an absolute gun. Um, yep. I think off the waiver wire, I believe. Yep, good FA pickup, I think. Um, in the midfield, the Tim Kelly, Dom Sheed, uh, West Coast boys should have a big boost with Shuey out. There'll be more time for oh. them. Great uh, yeah, and what do you think? What are they going to do this week? I've got Adelaide. They're going to have yeah. a fucking... Yeah, <laughs> um, Crouch, obviously showing that he's the superior Crouch. Benil's been cut, 
he's been brought straight back in from Melbourne. Yep. So interesting to see how he goes. Tuk Tuk's obviously um he's a solid solid player. Averaging eighty two this this year actually. That's very yeah. good. That's and a very so good long, average. So wrong so I really like. And then Jai Corbell off the waiver wire. Somehow this guy's been in between waiver wires and teams. I don't know why. Someone just what I don't up. what I don't get is you've got he picked up Dylan Stevens and then dropped him. So Dylan Stevens was named to pick up a guy that's on the extended bench. I think Cobble just needs to be on a team and stay there and just lock him in for the long term. He's an absolute gun. Probably he's playing. Uh, he's he's never been a massive fantasy scorer, but uh, oh, late change. Team Awesome has picked up Luke McDonald and dropped Marty Gleeson. I like it. Very handy pickup. Luke McDonald, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Ruck, we've got Sean Darcy there. We know he's still young. Once he his body, you know, once he gets his body right, rather, he should be um, a handy ruckman for his career. Forward line, mm. Lynch, Acres. We finally get to see Acres. We finally get to see comparison between the infamous Acres Dusty Martin trade. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And uh, look, we'll, I'm sure we'll be pretty quiet about it. And no one will point it out if there's uh, a win either way. No, I'll say no more. Um, Ainsworth, Aaron Hall, I believe, has got forward status. So much better having a 52 averaging forward than a 52 averaging midfielder. Jake Waterman coming in last week, played pretty well, and especially playing against the Crows, should score big again. Yep. Uh, you've, you've glazed over his ruck. Yeah, Darcy, I mentioned him. But did you mention the, the rocking average that he's punching out? 36.7. Better for the long run. I'm trying to find some positives here. It's hard. <laughs> Um, no, I actually, Darcy is a lot fucking better than that. He will be better than that. Or injured, either way. And the, mm-hmm. the bench isn't looking too good either. I mean, you've got Ben Long and Wiedemann as your only playing emergencies. There's some decent talent off there. Side bottom is a huge out. But That's in, uh, fucking painful. Four weeks' time when he gets back on the field with some forward status, look out. Yep. Dacos, uh, that's interesting. Never heard of yeah, him. that's no good. Jesse Hogan, get get your body right, mate. Sort your shit out. Sort your life out. Speaking of sorting your life out, let's uh, switch over to the other side. Uh, far out. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here we go. Go on, find some gold here. My mum always told me if mum always told me if you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So move on, nothing to discuss. <laughs> no, look, Sard's been very solid. Got to be happy with that. 74 average as a defender. Lukosius, I'm loving, um, but the, with a 60 average. So a couple of really good, solid defenders there. And then Jojo and Hearn rounding it out, both averaging 60s. That's not bad. You can't can't be upset with that. Moving into the midfield, this is where it gets fucking ugly. Um, Andrew Gath had a quiet game last week, but I expect him to go absolutely the, uh, the tag, I believe, against who they're playing in Sydney. So I think got a... Um... Hewitt yeah, tag. he did get a hand tag. Yeah. But he'll go massive against Adelaide. Uh, tag. Yeah, he'll go massive against Adelaide. <laughs> it won't matter. Tom Rockliffe on the extended bench would play, but that's going to hurt if he doesn't because there's not much cover on the bench there. 
um, with Lord Lord Tomlinson not being named. Yeah. Um, Mitch Robinson, 27, old man calf, that is gone. I, I was trying to negotiate a deal this week and, uh, well, to be honest, I've been pissing Merker off looking for Robinson for a while, but fairly glad that didn't go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Narkle, six, that's fine. Well, yeah, what, what do you do? In the same game, when you get two guys going down, you just fucking just punch a wall. Um, Ollie Florence has been an absolute shining light for Merkers midfield, though, and I, I'm expecting him to have another good game this week against Richmond, who give up points in the midfield, as we've discussed. Um, the rest, Redden and Keys, you'll get you'll get a solid score from them without any flashes of brilliance. Um, Brody Grundy, absolute pig. You fucking. Averaging 105 in Rona ball. Has he, does he even know that the quarters are shortened? Did anyone tell him? Thank fuck um, Merkis got Grundy, because otherwise... Do, do So this is the question. They come up against the Hawks. Do the Hawks put Big Boy up against him? I have no idea. I don't know what he's going to play. That, that's a really tough call for you. Um, forward line, Dixon's... Dixon's been really solid. Um, he was still good last week, but without getting many goals. Oscar Allen against Adelaide could go bananas. Charlie Cameron is definitely helping Merker's dream of having a below 40 averaging forward alive. Keeping, <laughs> keeping those numbers down. Yeah. And Darling, I'm expecting to go ballistic against the Crows as well. Everyone's going to go overs there. Uh, and I like the Curtis Taylor waiver wire pickup. He showed quite a bit in the last couple of rounds and he's a good, good young kid. Yep. Um, um, on, the, on the emergencies here, Rory Lobb is still a ruck only. You'd be spewing. Yeah, that was, that was shit. Uh, obviously having a forward would be much more you know, useful. Probably definitely playable, but not stuck in the emergency. Projection, I'm going to go, look, I think Nate wins this one. Uh, oh, Merck is below the 1,000 projection here. And especially he could, those injuries don't help at all. No. We're going Manic to win two he, in a row. He can break a horrible record here, Merck. <laughs> um, moving over. So, uh, this is another big match. Um, fifth versus tenth, but there's only a game or two between you. So... This could see you move into the eight and could see Vipers become a fringe eight team. And the uh, are both bang on 11.63. That is, wow. Wait, so uh, Vipers. How's the, the edge of your seat going? Oh, it, was, it was worse during the game. Um, it's okay now. So defence, Pierce Hanley, Ridley, Atley, Hooker and Carlisle, all good. Um, Ridley's been a revelation this year, hasn't he? Ridley's an absolute... He's been brilliant, um, but don't say all good about the rest of the defence. That's There's a lot of trash. Don't sugarcoat okay. it. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, Cripps, playing the Bulldogs. I don't tag, which is lucky, because he was absolutely shocking in that half, but luckily chucked it up towards the end. Patrick Dangerfield, kissed on the dick there. Had a very quiet last quarter, thank God, but still manages to pump out to 102. That's huge. Yeah, Noah Anderson's been quietly under the radar. Uh, Obviously, everyone talking about Walsh. Walsh out. Anderson's been still averaging that 53 for a first-year player. Um, That's very nice. That's very nice. And then you got your old boys, Boke Murphy, should be in the trade soon. We'll never know. Hoss Elliott is a headache. And Mitch Wallace. 
Forrest is a 48 averaging midfielder forward, so probably looks to get him in the forward line somehow. Rucks are an issue. You've you've got your um, Sam Jacobs. Do you have the handcuff? He's lost the handcuff. He has dropped the handcuff, but he's got Darcy Forts 52 tonight as a loop. On the plus side, having Mummy on the bench, no one's going to pick him up. Sorry, Mummy on the waiver wire. No one's going to touch him, so he's got free reign to pick up Mummy whenever he needs. Tom Hawkins, 99. What a great score that was. He, but mate, he's been averaging 72. Yeah, inside pickup. The twilight, twilight years, doing very nice in the forward line. Brett Ebert is an absolute gun, averaging 85. I think still the highest averaging forward, still forward only somehow. So it shows he's been getting his points in the forward line. Uh, Jamie Elliott, bit of a quiet average there, 47. Dale was a 45, and a Hipwood averaging 53, and only got the 44 points tonight. I mean, would he have been a loop option? You'd say yes, but there's just so much carnage on that bench that there was no there was no real loop option. Oh, uh, it was yeah, he had to drop Tom Lynch. He was named, but I believe with that broken hand is a big unknown to play, so I had to make the call early Wait, there. What? Tom Lynch was a keeper. Uh, the other Tom Lynch. Handsome Tom. Yeah, he kept Handsome Tom. That's two keepers dropped already. Oh, it's tough times at Vipers. I need to give him the same advice to I? Uh, that unfortunately mm. the Vipers that that bench has just been absolutely hit hard. That one quarter with Richmond, uh, Prestige is out, Hooley's out for family reasons, Dunkley's out, Howe's out, Hannibury's out, Blakely's nowhere to be seen. How um yeah. just some yeah. They're all absolutely gun starters as well. Like they they've all been super consistent 70, 80, 90 averaging players. So to lose them. It's hard to cover for that many lose, outs. To lose them all and still be right in there for you know likely to win is shows yep. how you know he doesn't doesn't have a bad team at all. No, I think it's a really solid team and it's still projected to get a good score. A lot of those other coaches complain about oh I've had players out or oh, traded bloody stuff and well Vipers has had a lot of guys out and he's still projected to get a decent score. So you know probably heading. Um, moving over to the other side. How is the uh, how is the heart and mouth tonight with Hugh McCluggage getting a getting that shoulder knock? It was off, on, off, on, and he kept fucking tackling. Like, don't tackle, just seagull. Don't That's don't right. touch, don't touch anyone. Just pigeon around the ball. Thank you. Um, starting in defence, Nick Haynes is best best defender this season at the moment. He is loving Corona ball. Um, Callum Mills, I think we're seeing, I know you hate to say it, but I think we're seeing the season where he breaks out. Um, SPS has been flat. SPS has been flatter than you'd hope. Um, Again, I think this is the kind of season that just, it doesn't suit his game style. He's a sort of endurance runner, so the shortened quarters aren't helping him. Big Cannon stayed in, and Robbie Tarrant, I think that's a handy waiver wide pickup. Um, Great times having those two on the field. Moving into the midfield, Canelio has been he's been disappointing this season. I had him in classic, but he showed last week that hey guys, just give me the right role, I can score. Um, so I'm expecting him to be good this season. But no forward stats. How do you feel about that? Not happy. Okay. Ha, ha, speaking of not happy, Hatley extended bench. Um, 
you would have thought he still maintains his spot, but uh, you begin. We'll see, I guess. Greater West Sydney, unfortunately. Yeah, well, what Ward's come back in? Who else has come back into that midfield? Some other guy. I'm sure he's good. Okay, um, I don't. I think Hatley stays in. Um, already spoke about McCluggage just 64. Menegola, where's the Brownlow tracking for Mr. 92 Sam Menegola? Absolutely. So, Probably the worst draft pick last last year. Could be one of the best better draft picks pick. this year. Yep, been very handy. And the Fiorini, the GOAT is back. That midfield, just quietly, when you see that midfield now, that's a starting mid, do you get a little bit more barred up now that Fiorini's sitting at M7? I'll get more barred up if a little Taranto comes back in a few weeks' time. Yeah. That will really get me going. Oh, when he returns... Fuck me, that is a bulletproof midfield. Um, there's, uh, there's AC going, ACLs going everywhere. Yeah, it's true. It's taking a lot of bullets. Um, Tim English, he's the ruck pig. He is, he is the future. He'll be, yeah, everyone will have him in Fantasy Classic next season. Um, moving into the forward line, Heaney's been super consistent, loving his game. Big O35, bit it uh, wasn't seen in the last quarter. I think uh, they obviously shoved in uh, Martin. Is it Martin? Yeah. It's, you've got yeah, you've got that issue. You've got that issue with two players now, with Seglar as well and McAvoy. Seglar's a um, big unknown as to what do I do with Seglar? Do I play McAvoy? Yeah, it's what was it to be made. Run. You've got two, yeah, two teams with two rucks being named. That's frustrating. Um, Westhoff's been brilliant. I still think that's one of your better draft picks as well. Did you see, his, been... twen- Did you see his 20 last week? Oh, uh, yeah, true. Okay, my bad. That yeah. was a fucking stink too. But everyone was shit last round. Um, and Jack Martin, brilliant. 71 average in a Corona ball. Very happy with that. Um, Jack Graham is your emergency midfielder and Cripps is your emergency forward. So you've got some good handy backup. Um, whether Crips would be an option against the Crows, but you know how many players are going to get a you know inverted commas bump versus yeah, Adelaide? Crips has been a real headache, but I'm um, holding him for the home West Coast home run in a few weeks' time. Yeah, no, he'll be good. He'll be he's he's a very solid scorer. And then you got Rampy there as the emergency in defence. Okay. Um, so oh yeah, yeah no okay he got 20 last week as well, but still you've got Carter. So, it, it, cool, it, coach. It's better to have cover on the line than not. Um, look, looking at the projections, it's bang on evens, but I'm backing stars to get the win here. Just, just you've both got a lot of outs, but the amount of outs at Vipers, I just, it's hard to cover. It, it's going to go down to the wire. I think flip a coin here, but it should be a good game. Yeah. Well, that's it. That nice, easy 47 minutes. Breeze for that one, didn't we? Easy breezy cover, girl. Well, look, I hope everyone has a good round of footy. Looking forward to as many rounds as we can get in, noting that there's going to be some condensed rounds, so we'll see how we how we track with potties. Might have to rush through them. Fast on this one. Okay, all good. Cheers, boys. See ya. Have a good night.